Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to Queer Christian Conversation with me, Coach Jama. Hello all the new people. Welcome back all the seasoned veterans of this show. I love you. For all the new people, my name is Coach Yama and I am here to help people who are LGBTQ, who identify as Christians, to make peace with their faith and their sexuality. And today, what I want to talk about, I've been reading... Caroline Leaf's book, Switch On Your Brain, and I came across a study that she was talking about in this book, and it just blew my mind. Because you know sometimes we have experiences in church, and we are anywhere, and we don't have the words for the experiences that we're having. Hey, Cameron. And so reading the book yesterday and the quote I posted up today was so eye-opening for me because all of the if you hear that noise in the background my dog is fighting the rug just a disclaimer if you hear her doing has a weird stuff in the background so <laughs> hello 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 everyone hello hello okay so it just hit me like a ton of breaks yesterday so i'm reading the book and in here i'm gonna read the quote to you guys there is a doctor who is a leading mind-body medicine researcher, and her name is Dr. Gail Ironson. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Forgive me, ma'am, if I miss that. Hello, Miss Princess. Hello, hello. Hey, Jalen. Um, hey, everybody. How you doing? How you doing? Oop, I just turned my camera around. I apologize about that. Yeah, that's my dog in the background. She's seriously fighting the rug right now, and I don't understand why. Um, okay. So she says here, this is her quote from, she is studying patients that have AIDS and HIV. And what she found was this. If the patient would believe that God loves them, they are, it's an enormously protective factor. Believing that God loves you actually protects you. Even more protective than scoring low for depression or, for, um, or high for optimism, a view of a benevolent God, not the God that's in the sky with a, a lightning bolt ready to strike you because you're gay, lesbian, trans, whatever the case may be. A view of a benevolent God is protective, but scoring high on the personalized statement, right, that God loves me is even stronger. So we're sitting in churches, we're listening to messages that are telling us God doesn't love us, God doesn't God doesn't accept us. Um, I love the sinner, but I hate the sin. But my sin is that I identify as LGBTQ, even if I don't, haven't said that to anybody else. I know for me personally, right? I'm sitting in the pew. I know that I love the same, the same gender, right? And so I'm sitting down listening to these messages and physically within my brain, as I'm processing it in my mind, it is actually altering my body. It is altering my brain chemistry and actually removing protection from me against illnesses, even as deadly as HIV or like it used to be as HIV or AIDS, right? And so just thinking about that now, she's not speaking um, in this book directly for LGBTQ plus people. I'm just going to cut it short and say queer, which is why I identify as queer, okay? Um, for queer people. And so I'm thinking about this 
And in the Bible, it talks about us having a covering, having um, protection, and you're sitting in churches under teachings or listening to teachings that are literally telling you that God, because you internalize that, right? That homophobia gets internalized. Hey, queen. Hey, queen dean. That, that gets personalized and internalized for you, and you're hearing in your mind, and even on social media, underneath my post, when people are saying, Oh my goodness, you haven't read Leviticus, you haven't read Romans. Like, seriously, I read the Bible. We've all read the Bible, and I believe uh, queer people are low key uh, like theologists because we dig into the word to find the truth, to really try to believe that this God that said he is unconditional in his love toward me doesn't love me because of my sexuality and it's not anything that i chose i didn't wake up one morning and say i want to be gay i want to be lesbian i want to be bisexual i want to be trans i feel bad about it too love and it was really it just got really clear for me the problem and put words to the problem that we're experiencing. Because we know, if you don't know, LGBTQ people are at higher risk for depression with suicidal ideations, anxiety, okay? Where most of the population, I believe, are um, having to take drugs for all of these mental illnesses and physical illnesses. And that just cannot cannot be real what is the problem and 86 percent of the people now who identify as queer did grow up in the church excuse me did grow up in the church so here's the cause and effect if i'm sitting underneath and science has proven that you telling me that god doesn't love me and me believing you is actually putting me at higher risk for all of these illnesses. I personally, I've shared this before, and I think I shared it on Monday, uh, have experienced high and acute anxiety to the point of agoraphobia where I couldn't even leave my house. And so could just imagine that autoimmune, our bodies fighting ourselves because we believe that the one that created us doesn't love us or doesn't accept us. It is actually very extremely scientifically and medically proven to be harmful to us. And we continue to sit under these these teachings. And so what I wanted to share with us today is what steps we can take to move out of that, okay? Today I got, Andrew says, today I got terminated from Christian community healthcare for identifying as lgbtq the irony it is extremely baff that i am so sorry andrew that you experienced that that is not the god that i know that is not the nature of who she or he or they have presented themselves to me to be so um i shared with someone in my dms the other day because they asked me how do you maintain your faith when you're deconstructing all of these lies that we've been told in the church and here's the truth for me i had a personal and built a personal relationship with god without religion and so when i'm deconstructing i'm deconstructing the image which is an idol because it's a false image i'm deconstructing the false image of god that was presented to me not the god 
of who he really is or who she really is. Because if you uh, listen to my interview with Dr. Caroline Leaf, I talked about how um, God told me to relate to her as a black woman, to inspire and affirm my divine femininity, my divine, this beautiful chocolate-ness that I am, to affirm that it is divine and on purpose by God, and even my queerness, which God called my superpower, okay? That is the God that I know. So when I was building relationship and building my faith in Jesus, building my faith with God and having encounters, powerful encounters with God, when I got to church and they were preaching something different, it was very hard for me, although I wanted to be part of a community. So I said, well, okay, well, we're not supposed to do this, right? You start going through the laws and every community has a set of ethics, has a set of um, behaviors that are acceptable that allows you to become part of the community. And so you, in essence, align yourself with that. Even as a Christian going into and exploring the queer community, you're going to find that there are a set of ethics that they are going to ex uh, expect you to to abide by so me now having after having these beautiful encounters with God him giving me beautiful peace loving me show me that it's unconditional I mean crazy crazy encounters I'm gonna share one with you I love sharing this story so um, I had gone down to Miami with my cousins and I had bought this ring that said Jesus loved me and it was like a spinner ring so cool I loved it so much came back to Philadelphia where I used to live and I lost my ring and I couldn't find it. And it was time for me. I had a regimented schedule in the process of healing from anxiety. I had a regimented schedule time to hang out with God. Um, that's awesome. So I'm going to read that in a little bit, Haley. So I have this regimented schedule, but in my mind, it's time for me to hang out with God and I can't find my ring, like it was so dear to me. And so I cleaned my entire house, still can't find it. This is gonna sound really crazy, but God is really supernatural, okay? So I'm turning everything up and I can't find it. I'm like, I'm gonna put it outside of my mind. I'm gonna sit down, I'm gonna hang out with the Lord and forget about this. So I like lay out my blanket on, the, on my living room floor and I open my Bible, I'm sitting Indian style on the floor and I'm like trying to read my Bible, but my heart desire is after this ring. I really want it. Oh, that is reminding me of Luke 15. Um, the stories about the, the, the lost things, right? The lost coin, the lost, um, the lost son, the prodigal father, because it wasn't about the prodigal son. But anyway, so I am sitting Indian style on my living room floor and my heart desires just pulling toward this ring and the Lord says straighten out your legs so I straighten out my legs and I will lie to you not because I did experience this please believe me um, I straighten out my foot and there underneath my foot is the ring okay now that is just one of the miraculous encounters I have had with God and so now imagine me now sitting down in a church and them telling me that God's not going to show up for me the way he does for everybody else, that his miracles are not mine. I'm not going to believe that. That's going to be very hard for me to believe. And then you have the struggle of these are spiritual leaders who are supposed to know God. Is there something wrong with me? Am I, am I missing something? Is this not really God? Right? But the truth is what they were preaching that was not affirming of my entire identity was not God. 
That is a false image. That is an idol that you are worshiping. That is not the God that I know. And so how do we move out of this place, out of this protection, out of um, this vulnerability to sicknesses, vulnerability to illnesses mentally and physically into the place of where we are covered by the unconditional love of God. Because you truly are. I don't care how you identify. You truly are. I'm going to bring this up because somebody asked me this in the comments about pedophilia. Um, just as a quick side note. Pedophilia is not a sexual orientation. Okay? So you were not born that way. Studies have shown it lasts. It is an intense sexual urge for people under the age of 13. And you have to be at least five years older than that person and it lasts for about six months so if you have a question if that's going through your mind because i know some um, lgbtq plus people tend to shy away from children because they don't want to be seen as pedophiles like how the church teaches that pedophilia and homosexuality and bisexuality trans people this aberrant way of being human is separate from normal uh, behavior, that's not true. Pedophilia is an intense sexual urge that is not normal, um, that lasts for about six months. And it's a, an urge that people want to act on. That's not okay, that is a mental illness, okay? So let's just move past that, let's move on, okay? Just had to say that really quickly because it was brought up today, not today, but yesterday in my comments. So how do I get underneath the love of God? Number one, I'm going to, uh, scroll, <laughs> delete, okay, anybody from my social media, I've done this before, I detoxed my timeline last year, anybody on my social media that is not affirming to me. If someone comes into my comments and says something, I am going to scroll and delete that comment. Also, if I'm listening and I'm part of a church who is not affirming for me, I know this is very hard because we love and we want community, but that community is not for you, okay? You need to remove yourself from that situation because you're literally putting yourself in harm's way. It's like you're sitting in a car headed toward a brick wall and you're just, because there's a whole bunch of people in the car with you, you want community so bad, you're actually moving in a direction that's gonna kill you. And that is not an exaggeration. Depression, suicidal thoughts, anxiety, because anxiety and depression do go together. Proverbs does talk about this, right? So I'm not gonna sit in that car and keep moving toward the thing that's going to kill me. So beautifully now, there are communities where whether you find them online or you find them right where you are that are affirming for you and you do need that. I had to leave um, Hillsong because of this. Yes, and it is absolutely okay because you know what? Jesus was not part of the religious community when he was walking this earth. All right. They never accepted him because he was radically loving people. And that is exactly who he is. Um, I'm growing up in a Catholic home and community, but I don't think I'm religious because of how my community and family has treated me coming out, though I'm trying to be optimistic. Continue to be optimistic by getting getting the understanding that that religion has presented to you. If they're not affirming of who you are, has presented to you a false image of who God is. That is not who God is. And so remove remove yourself from the situation and now add yourself into situations that are affirming, for example, this page that you're on right now. 
I love the Lord. Uh, sometimes people think that if you're LGBTQ, that you don't know Jesus or you don't love God. Um, that is not true for me. That may be true for some people. That is not my story. I love Jesus. I spend time with the Lord all the time. I'm also baptized in the Holy Spirit. I speak in tongues. I worship. I love God because I met him. I met her before religion presented to me something that was false. Okay, so that has been my foundation. We need the covering of love. First um, Corinthians 13 talks about the definition defines love for us. And it says love always protects love never fails. Love is stronger than death. Okay, Song of Solomon love is stronger than death. So it is extremely critical that if you are experiencing anything right now that makes you not fully believe, not that God is loving, like, yeah, okay, great. God's loving. God has unconditional love for everybody. The critical thing that was most protective for these HIV patients in this study was them fully believing that God loves them personally. So Whatever you have to do, if you need to set up a call with me, I do have free complimentary coaching sessions right now. Go to the link in my bio. It is the first button. Hit it. Schedule a call now. Let's get on a conversation. Let's get on a call and have this conversation and build a plan for you so that you can move into the space of where you are fully 100% certain that you are loved by God because that is the truth, right? Is it John 8, 36 or John 8, 32 or is it Luke? I think it's either Luke 8.32 or Luke 8.36. I always get the two and the six mixed up. But Jesus says that when you know the truth, it will set you free. Not just you like, have heard the truth. When you know. And that knowing is the kenosko, is the same knowing from Genesis. That intimate knowledge. That is, it becomes who you are. It becomes your truth. You know, when you know that God loves you, that is what changes your heart. And... Having this experience with Jesus, right? The work that I do is to get people over the speed bump, to get them over this mountain of them not knowing or not accepting or believing within themselves for sure that they're accepted and loved by God because there's so much more. That is just, it's like people are like, oh, speaking about the love of God is so Sunday school, but it's not though. It's not, right? That is PhD level understanding that we have to have on the inside of us that he loves us. And that's the beginning. That is just the start because there is a purpose and there is a calling on your life that God wants you to exhibit and to, to actualize in this world. You are a beautiful creation of God. I mean, you are a work of art. And I don't know, but I've never done any work of art, okay, for me to keep hitting and, and, and hide away. I'm not, if I do something beautiful like this painting right here of me that someone did for my birthday, um, I don't want to hide it. It's up in my living room because I want people to see it. Same thing with God. He put you together masterfully and he wants the world to experience that. But you cannot experience it. The gas in your tank cannot be full because the gas in your tank for you to go is the love of God for you personally. Okay, so I wanted to share that with you all. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I come on here really quickly because I don't want to consume all of your time. I'm like a I like to get to the point. Um, share what I have to share and be out, okay? Because I want you to be able to digest 
what I've shared with you. Um, even when I was leading my team as the head of, um, I love you too. As the head of the HR department, my team was like, oh my gosh. They would get so annoyed with me because they would send me all these long emails and I'd be like, can you please get to the point? Okay, what are you just, one sentence. If you can't say it in five, come and sit down and talk to me. But I like to get to the point, all right? So that's the takeaway for today. If you have not been able to, oh, that's so awesome, Andrew, thank you for saying that. If you have not been able to put words to why you're in pain, why you feel alone, why you feel scared, why you're depressed, why you're sad. It is for these reasons because we've been under teachings that have literally removed the covering of God on our lives that protects us physically, emotionally, mentally, that protects all of who we are. Love, which is God, always protects. And like Dr. Caroline Lee says, we are wired for love. Your frequency is so high when you are experiencing living in, I mean, swimming in the beautiful juiciness of God's love. It is so juicy. It is so juicy. I promise you, okay? So remove yourself, delete all, clean out your timeline, clean out your friends, okay? And for Facebook, I don't unfriend anybody. I just politely go and go unfollow, okay? unfollow and I unfollow that because I don't need that. I come on social media not to be bombarded by anything to, that's going to make my mind start spinning because um, you can be very sure and then somebody comes and says something and it puts you back into your the stage of where you're not accepting yourself. If you haven't um, heard it yet or seen it yet, there's three stages to coming out. Um, number one is when you you become aware. Number two is where we get stuck to say, does God really love me? And that's the stage where people, um, unfortunately, in their lives, I've been there, done like not done that because I'm still here, but I've been close to the brink of doing that, so I understand. And then stage three is where you're who you are, love me, hate me, it is what it is, I love me, God loves me, I'm good. And we know for people who are out already that you are constantly in the process of coming out of your job at the new doctor with your friends and any new situation, right? If you're married and you say, well, here's my wife or my husband and they side eye like, huh, right? We're in the process of constantly coming out, but you have to, in stage two, build that confidence. And that's where I work with people, with my clients, because I've done it. I'm living a fabulous life. I'm so content. I couldn't even tell y'all. And I have not been here for a very, um, I wasn't here for a very long time. And now that I'm here, I'm like, God, thank you so much for calling me to do this because I want everybody to be right here with me where we are celebrating our identity and moving on and being fabulous and effective and having massive change in this world because that is what you're called to. So thank you so much. Um, for watching this. I love y'all. Share this uh, with people who you know is going to help, even if it's just they're not LGBTQ, but they sincerely believe somehow um, that God doesn't love them. Share this with them and have a conversation. Maybe you want to share this with them to maybe start to say, hey, um, I understand what she's talking about. I've experienced that. And then maybe a conversation can start. So this can be a great uh, conversation starter for you, okay? I love y'all so much. Thank you all for following me. Let's do this work together. I will talk to y'all soon. When God puts another thing on my heart, I'm going to jump right on here and share it with you, okay? So love y'all. Bye. Hello, hello. This is Coach Yama interrupting your podcast listening to let you know how you can work with me. 
I offer a one-on-one coaching program called The Path to Acceptance. And this program might be right for you if you want to no longer feel like a mistake, a sinner, or an abomination because of your sexual orientation. If you want to be confident that you are loved and accepted as someone made in the image of God and be 100% certain you're living in obedience with scripture, this might be right for you. And I'm offering right now a free 50-minute session that you can book with me right now if you go to my website www.yama.com and book a free call with me right now and on that call we are going to decide what the plan is for you the right plan is for you to move powerfully forward into your full acceptance from God and in God I hope to talk to you soon bye